0: Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kappler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey, Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski with you for another edition of the Growing in Grace podcast. Thank you. Thank you for being there. We appreciate it and for sharing with others that they can tune in as well. We like to keep our podcast short. You'll notice that all of them over the past 14 years less than 15 minutes long. You know, sometimes that means we we have to break up our, our thoughts a little bit from week to week, but we're kind of living in that day and age where people are just they're busy and you know, uh, obviously people who are are kind of hungering for for more of the good news are going to are going to want to uh, get as much of it as they can, but many people today are just trying to get what they can in, in little bits and pieces. Kind of like we're we're sort of like the drive-through of
1: podcasts, I guess. Right? <laughs> and yeah, and the good thing too is that you know in this day and age of binge watching and binge listening, since our podcasts all are so short, if you do have more time, and we've got almost seven hundred podcasts that you can go back and listen to. Uh, You could certainly, and I know that people have told us that they've done this, whether they're working out or driving or doing housework or whatever, uh, you can kind of binge listen to us, listen to two or three or four or more podcasts uh, in a row, and uh, that's just one way that people have told us that they've uh, been listening to us. So uh, you're certainly not limited to one podcast per week. We've got plenty of them that you can go back to at growingagrace.org.
0: And I'm, I'm always amazed at how many people we've heard from over the years, especially these days, because there are so many more of them who who say they've, they've gone back and listened to all of them or, or they're in the process of it. And even in, in, on some occasions, people listening through all of them a second time or more. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so, um, that's, uh, that's fascinating to me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too. Yeah. And even, even as a, uh, Former driver, you know, I, I, my former way of living for many years was as a, a a courier, and I liked listening to podcasts. But I, my own attention span, I can't listen to something for too long. But I do love listening to people talk about the grace and the love of God. So that's kind of cool. Well, we've been we've been um, talking about the words of Paul in Galatians and some other places. We've brought some. Um, some a bit of Romans in, some Hebrews in. and uh, But we're talking about this thing where Paul had told these Galatians, these people in a, a town called Galatia, that they were foolish, that someone had bewitched them. And he said that wh- what happened was that he had told them the gospel. He had been there, and he had told them the gospel. Righteousness by God's grace through faith. It's not by works. It's, it's nothing that you can do. But yet some people had crept in and kind of had shared a false gospel with them of mixing in the law, mixing law into this gospel, which is no gospel at all, mixing the law into it and saying that they needed to, okay, sure, you've been saved by grace through faith, but you need to keep the law in order to maintain this thing and, and be perfected. In other words, you were saved by grace through faith, but your flesh is, needs to keep this thing up. You need to do fleshly works and deeds to keep this thing up. And so Paul contrasts all this and says it's not that. You can't do that. You can't mix these two things together. The law is not of faith. Faith and works are opposite of each other when it comes to this. You cannot say that I've been saved by faith and then add your works into it. They're completely contrasted with each other. And so we left off last week. Paul had talked about, uh, he said, because you are sons in Galatians 4, verse 6, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer a slave. And he had said just previously that Um, An heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ from a slave, though he is master of all, but is under guardians and stewards until the time appointed by the Father. Even so, when we were children, we were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law that we might receive the adoption as sons. Now, of course, Paul says that both Jew who were under the law and Gentile who were not under the law, we've all been made one in Christ Jesus. No longer slaves, but sons. And if we're a son, then we're an heir of God through Christ. And so that's this glorious gospel that we've been saved by God's grace through faith. We've been made his children, his legitimate children. Whoever you are who are listening, if you've believed, you can say, despite what your works have ever been, whatever your history of works is, good or bad, if you've believed upon the Lord Jesus Christ, you've become a son. You've become an heir of God, an heir with Christ Jesus and an heir through him. That's your literal identity in Christ. That's something you can celebrate every single day.
0: I just love how this flows. Um, I mean, Paul writing here, I I know it's so easy for us, naturally, to get tripped up over verses, but if you can keep flowing here with what Paul is saying, even going back before Galatians 3, but even if you want to start with Galatians 3, because again, I I know this is a given for those who are familiar with the Bible, but uh, sometimes it's just easy to get distracted from it, And that is that the Bible wasn't written in chapters and verses. And so Paul has this flow going on from where we started, where we started a few weeks ago in Galatians chapter three, and now into into chapter four. Um, I mean, Paul is is still expounding upon some things he he had just said in in previous verses, if you will, back in Galatians chapter three. We're in four now. And and I I like how it started out there with what you were reading, Joel, in in the beginning of Galatians four, uh, because remember how he just got done saying in the previous chapter that the law was a tutor we usually think of a teacher and and you can use that but it really literally it means a a guardian and back in that culture the children would often have a, a guardian overseeing them instead of the parents they were like the disciplinarian instead of the father being the disciplinarian that's what the law was and a child who was an heir didn't necessarily receive the inheritance right away because they had to reach the the proper age. So they stayed under the the guardians until the date that was set by the, the father. But then the fullness of time did come, and God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, Jesus Christ. So why? Why why did it happen this way? So that he might redeem those who were under the law, the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and and that we might all eventually receive the adoption as children, as sons. And so, verse seven, Galatians four, therefore, therefore, having said all that, whenever you see the word, therefore, that That's one of my favorite (laughs) phrases. Having said all that, um, you are no longer a slave, but a son or a child, if you want to use that word. And if a son, then an heir through God. However, at that time when you did not know God, you were slaves to those which by nature are no gods. And so Paul is going to go on here in in, in Galatians 4, and he's going to get to a point here uh, where he begins to provide this comparison of the law under the old covenant, and Jesus Christ under the new, and that's going to start to take place a little further down toward the end of chapter 4. Let me just get this back over to you, Joel, but in verse 21, Paul says this, so tell me, and and I wish you could go back several weeks with us now and remember what Paul started out Galatians chapter 3 with when he talked about the Galatians being bewitched by grace and law mixers. He says, tell me now, verse 421, uh, Galatians 421, tell me you who want to be under law, do you not listen to the law? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by the bondwoman, the other by the free woman. Uh, The son by the bondwoman was born according to the flesh uh, and the son of the free woman through the promise. And allegorically speaking, verse 24, these women are Two covenants. One proceeding from Mount Sinai, bearing children who are slaves or giving birth to bondage. Uh, she is Hagar, and then he goes on to say that that uh, Sarah would be the 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 one who delivered the child of promise, Isaac. That would be the new covenant. So Joel, I want to get your get you back in here on
1: this conversation. Yeah, once again, a big, huge contrast here. This letter to the Galatians is. Full of these contrasts. Paul really wants them to see the difference between life under the law and the life of faith. They're different. They're not the same. Going back to his phrase, the law is not of faith. Tell me, you who desire to be under the law, do you not hear the law? That's huge right there. Don't you get what the law says? Many Christians today, and again, not to be down on the church, but just this is just fact— many Christians today don't really know what the law says, and so they think that, you know, well, okay, we the law is in the Bible, we need to live by the law. Faith is mentioned in the Bible, so we need to live by faith, and so they mix these things together, but Paul says, don't you even get what the law says? Uh, <laughs> and so he goes through this contrast of Abraham's two sons, one by Hagar and one by Sarah, one by the bondwoman, one by the free woman. And he says, We are heirs of the. It, it, all of this has to do with the son of the free woman, which was given to Abraham by faith, by God's promise. Uh, that's really what it's about, living by God's promise. These things are symbolic, Paul says the two covenants, the one from uh, you know, Hagar and Sarah and the two sons, uh, the one from Mount Sinai giving birth to bondage. For this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia. What came from Mount Sinai? The law. And um, corresponds to Jerusalem, which is now in bondage with her children. So there's this bondage that comes from being under the law. That's, that's Paul's point here. There's a bondage. But there's freedom that comes when we're not under the law, when we're not pursuing this law, this fleshly law, but we're pursuing this freedom that he has freely given us through Jesus Christ.
0: It's, uh, it's good stuff, Joel. So Mount Sinai, a place of bondage a place where the Ten Commandments were delivered and perhaps other portions of the law. The law not being of faith. And and I know that we sometimes want to divide it up. You've got, you know, religion will want to say, well, there was the moral law and there was the dietary laws, there was the ceremonial laws, sacrificial laws, however you want to define them, however you want to divide them up, there is nowhere in the scripture that tells us that some of that law ended and some of it did not. It's just not in there. Mm -hmm. I know even many of you who have been to seminary who are in the ministry, you've been taught that. And there's all kinds of ways to convince people of that, but it's just not in there. It's just not, you know, you, you couldn't add to the law and you couldn't take away from the law It either all has to be in place, thank God it's not, or it all had to come to an end. Christ became the end
1: of that law for all who would believe. Yeah, and that's the good news. And uh, we'll be talking more good news next week on the Growing In Grace podcast. This week, of course, we were talking about how we are children of inheritance. We're not slaves under the law. The law brought guilt it brought bondage it very much brought a lack of freedom paul said that he thought it would bring life he thought there'd be freedom in it, but it uh, only brought death and it brought bondage and so we'll talk next week more about being set free from this bondage the bondage of being under the law so that's coming up next week on the podcast growing in grace at growing in org.